0: of words, to explain, to justify, to excuse herself. It is true that the subject of love, generally, is exhausted, but a person can still go on for a good long time about the specifics of a love scene, including the setting and then who said what and why and how it made the listener feel. One of the first emails I read, and perhaps the very first one, was my mother's message to her friend Jane back in Vermont. This is an old story, she began. There is nothing new in it. What she was doing, she said, was hardly noteworthy because it had been acted and reenacted countless times before. For me, during that year, the story had no elements that felt in any way worn. But the seemingly shop worn tale my mother inhabited did not stop her from recounting, through the year, at great length, her feelings, her guilt. Her despair, as well as the particulars, terrible in their vividness, of her journeys to see Richard Polacco in Wisconsin. Our pole, he was. This is how our family was back then, not so long ago, less than a decade ago. Elvira Shaw, 13, myself, Henry Shaw, 17, Beth Gardner Shaw, 38, Kevin Shaw, 43. We had moved from a small town in Vermont to Chicago when I was 14. My parents seemed to feel that the upheaval, the trauma, of moving from one culture to another, from Mercury to Pluto, in effect, was worth it for all of our educations. My father is a high school history teacher, a job that combines the skills of preaching, mudslinging, acting, and arm-twisting. You take his American History Survey course, and you can never again celebrate a holiday such as Columbus Day or Memorial Day or President's Day with any sense of national pride. After my father has done his song and dance, you know more than you wanted to about the roughly nine million Native Americans who died between 1642 and 1800. You are filled with disgust, dismay, and self loathing because a complex civilization, a creative and by and large generous civilization, was wiped out. My father was offered a position at the Jesse Layton School in the Tony Lincoln Park neighborhood in Chicago. At the time, I didn't catch the detail that he'd been fired from his job in Vermont, probably because too many of his students felt disgust, dismay, and self-loathing after learning about their heritage. Without much discussion, as was her way, my grandmother purchased a brownstone for us on the upscale block of Roslyn Place near the Jesse Layton School. Minty, we called my grandmother, dollar signs blinking in our eyes. It was I, as a toddler, who parsed Grandmother Gardner down to the essential component. It goes without saying that we all wanted to be as close as we could to the aging matriarch, she who ruled with her iron hand from Lake Bluff, Illinois. As far as the Jesse Layton parents went, the school was basically a front for the Democratic Party, for rich, bleeding heart liberals. If Kevin Shaw couldn't live on a racially balanced street, at least he was given free reign to teach as he pleased, to turn out little socialists from his class to his heart's desire, with the understanding, of course, that the firebrands would someday settle down and become responsible Democrats. Although his salary was modest, he believed his position at Leighton had many elements of the dream job. My mother, for her part, was interested in moving back home to the Midwest because of the cold and snow of the Vermont winters and the mud of the Vermont springs and the black flies of the Vermont summers. Not to mention, all year round, the warp we lived in, somewhere between the hard scrabble life of the real Vermonters and the artiste vacationers, giddy with their views and the mountain air and their leisure. My mother was ready to leave all of it, and it was a fine time, because the band she played in had gone through a difficult period and split up. She was free of them. Not least, I think she believed that if we stayed in Vermont, her tomboy daughter would one day take off into the hills with nothing on but a loincloth, nothing but her bare hands and sharp new canines to get herself some bloody grub. And both my parents, I knew, worried about my education and my sensibility— in a community where I was the only boy in school during deer hunting season. Our family from the beginning did have its share of contradictions. For years, we had no boob tube, but in one room we had two computers. My mother nursed both Elvira and me until we were embarrassingly old, yet she had a weakness for nitrates, for bacon, for fluffernutters.